0: Hello and welcome to the Choosing Happy podcast. I want to apologise for the delay in getting the next podcast to you. I had two weeks where I took time out to really reflect on what content I wanted to offer to this podcast now and in the future. Everything is changing as you probably know outside and around the world. And I just wanted to make sure that I was addressing the things that listeners might want to know about. And tonight I'm looking at courage and the courage that it will take for us to move forward in this ever-changing world with these very strange circumstances. So I wanted to cover courage and what I am finding for myself around courage and what courage means in terms of having to step up to wade through the really fast changes that are happening and the courage to choose to be happy, to let go of things that are dying away and to embrace the new and the courage to have a vision for the future. So all of that and more in this week's Choosing Happy podcast. Courage, what does that mean to you? When are you being courageous? Do you think it takes courage to choose happy? For me, courage is not about not being afraid. It's about being frightened and doing it anyway. Moving through that resistance, that feeling of being challenged, that feeling of wanting to close down rather than open up. And over the past few weeks, I've had what I believe in and how I believe the world works constantly being brought into question and challenged. And I'm learning that exploring other perspectives, other premises, other presuppositions and paradigms also takes courage. To allow yourself to admit that how you thought and made your decisions and how you made your choices and how you believed your world worked has been not just inefficient, but actually detrimental to how you've lived your life. And that that perspective has squashed your creativity your personal power and your ability to create the life that you want. It's humbling, challenging and unsettling when your internal view of the world is shaken to the core. We want to navigate back to solid ground. I've been learning how to be happy living in the not knowing and I'm not saying I'm doing it all the time. I'm struggling. Although I've been learning, actually putting it into action, I find really challenging. All of my doubts, my fears, my shoulds, my musts, my limitations, my beliefs are coming up to get me to swim back to the shore and find that old island of solid ground when I'm on my way to somewhere new. And this is just my personal experience and my internal world and my experience of finding my truth and my reality. And when I look at the paradigm-shattering things that are happening around the world, I acknowledge that this is the next step of my journey. And I believe it's the next step of a lot of other people as well. And there are unlikely to be many solid foundations to build on for quite some time as what we've known over our lifetimes is disintegrating, crumbling and calling on us to create something new and magnificent. We can only begin to create something new by changing our thinking process, by perceiving and intuiting in new and magnificent ways. Otherwise, we're likely to replace the old with a copy of what came before. As an IT analyst and contractor, I remember working for a company who invested millions in the best cutting-edge software package to replace an old system. They bought the package and switched off all of the cutting-edge parts of the system so what they ended up with was a faster version of the old system. Nothing really had changed. And this is what we want to avoid. It takes courage these days to dream and envision beyond what we've been programmed to know. What we feel we are limited to doing. It takes lateral thinking, critical thinking, innovation and creativity. And that doesn't always come from the most experienced people. Often it's the novices, the beginners that can think beyond the paradigm because they don't have a picture of what the paradigm should be, what the box looks like. There are no edges. They haven't been programmed into what the limitations of the system are. They can ask and dream of functionality and possibilities and creation and innovation and expand paradigms For instance, I remember writing a user guide, an installation guide and a training course retrospectively for a mobile phone reporting system. The fact I didn't know the system turned out to be a huge advantage. But when I began, that's not what I thought. When I began, I felt intimidated that I didn't know how the system worked. But I realised that was my gold. Every question I came up with was almost certainly going to be asked by someone else. Writing a client guide, a user guide, and how it worked was easy because I decided to document every place I got stuck, every question I had, every step I took to learn and build the system myself. The other advantage was that the tech team who knew the system, were too busy to help. So I had to figure things out as I went along. I had to figure things out as if I was the trainee going through the training. Sometimes lack of knowledge and preconceptions are a huge advantage. If you have no preconception or don't understand what supposedly isn't possible, you come up with possibilities beyond the norm. And I believe it takes massive courage to operate from there. A new world is dawning, if you hadn't noticed. And beyond the veil of propaganda and nonsense, there are millions of people around the world forming new communities, exploring how we begin to create something new and wonderful together. What do we want our new world to look like? How do we move through this transition together with a focus on harmonious communities, honouring Mother Earth while raising consciousness and awareness and opening up to new realities and opportunities we've never allowed ourselves even to contemplate or imagine. I, for one, am realising how much courage this takes no matter the scale or the location or who you are, it takes courage to step up and commit to being a part of this new world and to be open to new ways of thinking, new ways of being, new ways of awareness and new ways of openness to ideas that yesterday seemed like conspiracy theories. It takes courage to love in truth and integrity and service, and to have compassion and forgiveness around the world. Why does it take courage? In opening up, we work through cognitive dissonance. Our whole self wants to deny and disbelieve what has been presented because it feels threatened at a deep, primal level. Our egos, my ego, would rather have me die than to acknowledge the premise that it's been working with, the beliefs, values and reality system it's created to keep me safe and how it sees the world works, that it's no longer true. It has nothing to hold on to, or to direct with. It doesn't know what's true anymore. It takes courage to be open to questioning everything you once held as true. And to look beyond the reality structure you've created for yourself. And that's been presented to you all of your life. To the possibilities and the other realities and paradigms that are out there. But once you've worked your way courageously through the shift, through the cognitive dissonance you're likely to find yourself with another challenge. You've crossed a bridge and you've left many people who are probably closest to you on the other side. You could go back and live a life with a memory of what the other side looks like. Or you could draw up the bridge, preventing you from returning to that old paradigm. To draw up the bridge takes courage. You learn that you have to leave others behind and step onto a path of self-expansion that you had never imagined or anticipated before. One where you learn that responsibility for yourself and then for those around you and then for humanity lies with you in whatever form that takes for you in particular your contribution to the new vision to the light to the higher resonance to the new planet is truly valuable and how that shows up for you is yours alone it takes courage to let go of the past and to work out your role as you watch the world crumble and you watch those you love suffer while most people you know exist in an oblivious fog. It takes courage to navigate these two realities, to be called insane, to be defriended, to be shunned by friends and family for your new controversial and supposedly radical views. As the old paradigm breaks down and the veil collapses, And the wizard is revealed, it takes courage to sit with your truth, to let go of the I told you so and to instead offer compassion, support and guidance where you can. It takes courage through all of this to serve, to get your own well-being in place, to stay safe and strong and to take care of yourself and your family first and foremost. It takes courage to choose happy and all of this. It takes courage to choose from your own flavour of illusion, your own banquet of choice. It takes courage to choose focus, to choose to recognise where your focus is and to choose to refocus when you need to. It takes courage to acknowledge when you are reacting rather than responding, when you are in someone else's stuff, trying to be right and to win, rather than stepping back, letting go and instead offering compassion and a belief that they have full responsibility for their path and their choices as you do yours. It takes courage to let go when you know it's best and wisest that they go that path alone. Yet every emotion wants to challenge you and to fight and to persuade these people that you know better. It takes courage to let that go. It takes courage to observe when you've done all that you can and to watch the consequences unfold. It takes courage to be right when you don't want to be right. It takes courage to stay focused on the purpose, on the reason you're here, on the power of your very being, and the greater purpose, which is so much greater than us. It takes courage to feel the grief and the pain, and to choose happy anyway. It takes courage to live with deliberate intent Recognising that the choices we make in every moment satisfy a goal, unconsciously or consciously. And it takes courage to question your motives. It takes courage to be brutally honest with yourself as everything unfolds and everything unfurls within. And all of this would take courage in what we once would call normal circumstances. Yet everything feels so much more magnified now and much more noticeable as we shift through. It takes courage to forgive, to have compassion, to be willing to understand and to allow each person their own task, their own choices, their own part in this great unfolding. It takes courage to recognize that they have their own responsibilities for their own journey, no matter how hurt You feel watching them walk away. It takes courage to focus on a new future. A new and beautiful world. A new magnificence. A new life for Mother Earth. While paying witness to the destruction of the old. It takes courage to trust that everything is unfolding perfectly. It takes courage to acknowledge There is so much more we do not know. It takes courage to acknowledge the darkness we still do not know. It takes courage to choose what we do with what we do know. And to take our own path in this magnificent unfolding. It takes courage to choose happy in all of this. To recognise the magic that is with us in every moment the magic of the sunrise, the spirit and vibration of a tree, the gratitude we feel for the food and water we have, the joy in a child's innocent smile, the open-hearted freedom in laughing out loud. You are courageous, my friend. And what I want to offer you going forward was choosing happy is a way to stay courageous to stay connected and to build a community of courageous light workers who are helping humanity and the planet move into a new and beautiful world thank you for listening i have some courses on my taking your business online websites a couple of them are workshops Just get togethers to explore how we can move forward together, how you can move forward as a business and on the Choosing Happy website, how you can move forward if you're looking to create a new community and a new paradigm for yourself and those around you. And I invite you to have a look at those. All of the links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening and I look forward to sharing more with you and next week's Choosing Happy podcast.